back, everybody, to This Is My Burden Podcast. I'm your host, Perry. And back together for the first time in what feels like forever. Feels like the first time. I'm hanging out with the Whiskey Mutant himself. It's me. It's Eric. It's us. Hey, dude. We're back. We're back. I would. I don't know. Better than ever, maybe? Faster, longer, stronger. Work it harder, make it better. Faster, stronger, longer. Harder. <laughs> what a way to kick off a podcast episode. I missed you. Uh, I have missed you too. We have been apart for two weeks, um, which is as long as I was away from my family too. Yeah. Uh, I was gone for work, and then Lucy and Eden were gone for a, a trip for a vacation. And uh, it was, I was very lonely in Lexington for <laughs> a couple weeks. And, uh, Everything's back to normal now for a little while. Been a hardworking boy. And then things are going to change up again. So that's just kind of how it goes. Big changes. Big, big changes. changes. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I hope you all had a very happy Independence Day here in uh, the, the United States, if you do indeed celebrate. Um, but we... Uh, <clears throat> this I, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping to get this episode out on Wednesday there's a chance it's not going to be. <laughs> so One I'm take, sorry. baby, let's do this. I'm really sorry if it's not on time, but we are, uh, by the time this comes out, less than a week away from having to move out of our house, uh, which we're closing on, and uh, we've got a lot of stress, and uh, I really needed to record an episode. I really needed to just come and hang out and... Uh, just, just get rid of some of that stress for a little while. Um, that's. Uh, oh, I know you. Died. We don't have to. Yeah, we don't have to talk about it on air. Oh, but you didn't have to take your hand away. <laughs> oh, this is a Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. What did I say? He's in trouble. Uh, but if you do want to support the show, you can head to Patreon.com/slash My Bourbon Podcast for as little as a dollar a month. For as little as five dollars a month, there's a bunch of bonus content over there. I. Uh, that's that's all I, i'm I, like i said a couple weeks ago i'm trying to back off on the front end of yeah. like uh you know doing plugs and whatnot because it winds up being so heavy it's all about and I the don't finish wanna, you know well it is and you know i i just don't want people to turn off because they're like it's just a big ad now i know it's not know. an ad now. it's not it's but not. but we do appreciate the support of everybody who's over there on patreon um and uh yeah that's that we normally start the show out with uh, Flying Blind or Sips and Snacks. <laughs> and it kind of sounds like we have a Sips and Snacks this week. So Eric's got a pairing for me uh, to try okay. out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a question first before we do this. Okay. Scoot over a little bit. I feel like I'm a little out there. Um, what would you pair? You know, like the ruffles that are like the bacon and cheddar chips? Yeah. What would you pair with those? Ooh, okay, so you got little smoky, little smoky, almost a little kind of, salt, uh, sweet and savory. Yeah, I am trying not to go off of recency bias and say turkey one on one rye, <laughs> but I feel like that wouldn't be a bad option because the spice would kind of yes fill in some of those cracks right that you're missing. But if I were gonna take it a little bit further. 
Like a 95.5. Aha. Now we're talking. MGP Rye. All right. Um, can you get, it's the wax top. It's the copper wax top back there in the back. Oh, all the way in the back. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I thought you were going to say we're finally going to open. Oh, God. We yeah, One day. So, yes. I was saying a 95.5 Rye. This is 108 proof. This is eight years old from Nashville Barrel Company. It's a 95.5 Rye from MGP. Um, and we are going. Ooh, gift shop exclusive. Pear. <laughs> Bacon and cheese crickets. Oh, heck yes. <laughs> yes, dude. I've been wanting to do something weird recently. Crickets. <laughs> like they're fancy from France. These are bacon and cheese crickets. Can it, uh, okay, how many do you have in there? Uh, that's quite a bit. You want some? I would like to try one before going into going full hog. There's plenty. Oh my god, they're they're full. Like yeah, there's little eyes on there and everything. I have never eaten a bug before. Really? Mm-hmm. I ate a grasshopper when I was a kid. Like just a live a, grasshopper. Yeah, as a dare. I've ate chocolate covered ants. Hi. <laughs> That's me. You're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's one. Nice big chunker of a thing. Cool. It doesn't have legs. So that's a. <laughs> you really hit me with the bait and switch there, thinking that it was going to be <laughs> chips. Well, I was like, what is. How do up? I introduce this? All right, cheers. All right. Cheers. Yeah, fuck y'all. Oh, now there's a dead cricket on the floor. It it tastes bacon and cheesy. A little bit. Um, I think it's the it's really earthy. The mind f factor where you're like you when you hit that first like outer skin, it's very like crunch. You've definitely ate bugs before. You you this is too natural for you. I know. Maybe I have. I don't know. <laughs> Just. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe maybe I've locked away that memory somehow. It's the it's the texture that they're like it's stuck in my teeth right now. But I don't feel like the texture is any different from and I don't know. I mean there's there's something very similar. <laughs> there's something very comforting about this. Also, sorry, if you hear fireworks in the background, it's out of our control. We're just uh two guys trying to record a podcast and while we eat crickets. On the third of July, I, I I really have been like wanting to try crickets recently, like Doka Ryan. Oh yeah, did did, a, did, did you did, watch that? I haven't he, done the cricket. I haven't watched the cricket one. Did he put oh. bugs in it? Cricket ones? Yeah. It was it was uh, jalapeno flavored crickets Ooh. in dill pickle vodka. Oh God! What did he do at the end? Just spoil it for me. I he almost threw up. <laughs> He did his 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 bone apple teeth. If you're not following this guy on Instagram, go do it. He he does it, it's it's a more like highly focused produced thing where he'll he'll take food items, put them in a jar and fill it up with alcohol and see how it reacts and everything. Yeah. 
And recently he did those crickets. And he always does like he tries to eat, take a bite of of the food if it like survives the week long. When he did the aging chicken process. sandwich, I about gagged myself. He put a chicken sandwich in a jar for a it's week. So had like mayonnaise and yeah, yeah, and he filled it up with Woodford. Yeah, it was crazy. I anyway, I want to get him on the show really badly. That'd be amazing. Um, yeah, so he he ate. He took, okay, I'm trying to describe this the best way that I can. He dumped out all the liquid from it, right? So he had a container of alcohol and a container of crickets, Mm -hmm. wet crickets. Right. Right. So he wanted to try the crickets, and he poured Mm. all of the crickets into his mouth. And the next shot, the next shot is him going, <laughs> like screaming, and there are just bugs falling out of his mouth, oh like The Exorcist or God. something. It was so good, man. It just, just a great payoff. But, um, yeah. Anyway, what was the point of telling that? I can't uh, remember that we're eating crickets. Yeah, we're eating crickets. And you've been wanting to eat crickets. I just want to try them. I, I, I'm one of those people where like, I will try a weird food once. Yeah. I may as well. Like it it you can you only know, I've been wanting to try a really good bone marrow. Oh dude, I love like bone marrow. Like the big they're good ones. Yeah. Not like Even but even like like biting off the the end of a chicken wing. Yeah. And eating the bone marrow that way. I love that. Yeah. It's such a fun I little thing. Yeah. All right. Well, this is a chunky monkey one. This guy's got wings. He had some Red Bull. (laughs) Sorry. A little stupid. I didn't mind it. Are you doing a pour over? We got to, right? Yeah, you're right. Is a pour over or a dip into better? Maybe like a... I'm doing the dip. I want to do a pour a little bit at the edge here. Yeah. And he's a dripping, so he's ready. All right. Cheers again. Cheers again. Actually, not bad. That takes that takes the weird crunch out of it that I didn't like at the beginning. It it really does help bring out. <laughs> this sounds like the most a hole way of trying to describe something. No, with go that. all. But you know a-hole. what I what I mean though, like it like trying to be like a sommelier or whatever. As we're doing MGP Ryan crickets. But it brings out the like cheddar and bacon. I do. I know. Yeah. Flavor. Now I really want some cheddar and bacon chips. Yeah, I do too. With this, yeah, pairing. Nice. It's so weird that it just doesn't bother me. Even like it doesn't bother me when I start eating it, but like the first like no, it's not like even that it it I have no uh, the first no like, crunch gets me. I don't know. I wouldn't do my head. I wouldn't do spiders. Mm. I probably would do spiders. You would do spiders, but like apparently tarantulas taste horrible. Who tried them? Red Link. Oh. <laughs> Those guys. Okay. Of course they did. Of course they did. They'll do anything. 
but chocolate covered ants were good, but like it was more of like just chocolate and like just a crunch in the middle. Yeah. They could have put a, a little piece of dirt in there and I wouldn't even know. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a different thing that we've done here on this podcast. Always we're always keeping it different. What other bourbon podcast can you find for better or worse? Where they are pairing whiskey with crickets. <laughs> Literally none. 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 This is the only one out there. Unless like Bourbon Daily did it or something. <laughs> Somebody's probably done it. Somebody's going to call us out in the comments right now. Yeah, probably. But go ahead. Call us out in the comments. I don't give a crap because that just helps us because you commented. <laughs> I don't give a crap. I don't give a crap if you put a comment pardon, about there. Pardon my language, but I don't give a crap. I don't give a Rats. You can tell my butt. mom. Don't give a rat's butt. Tell her what I said. Tell your mom. So I figured this is going to be kind of the the crux of what we talk about for most of the episode until we get to our review. Mm-hmm. But I figured we would just kind of extend the what have you been drinking recently conversation into like catching up on what we've been doing. What we've been doing too. Yeah, because you know I. I had a, an adventure out west, which was I heard. Uh, crazy and wild, and I want to talk about that. And you've been a, a coastal resident for I have <laughs> a couple um, weeks. So I do want to say one thing before we go on. Okay, before we do this, right at the top, right here, it's going to be quick. I am uh, closing a chapter of my life right what here, right here on the show. What do you mean? I'm no longer um, a virgin. I finally did it, guys. Zing! I got one. I got him. No, I am. I'm moving on from uh, my daily bourbon as my rival. I am just like every re- great wrestling story. You got to move on and do find a new heel, or you got to change gimmicks or something. I'm not changing anything. I'm just going to be on the hunt for a new rival. You hate to see it. But you love to watch he, him go. I mean, he's he's doing greater and cooler things these days, and he's just so professional. He just he's just not the same the same rival. So I'm moving on from my daily bourbon, and I'm currently on the hunt for a new rival. So if anybody has suggestions or they want to be my rival, let me know. But you got to be willing. To come up with some good comebacks and do stuff because lately, you know, the greatest comeback he said to me lately, I, I just put in the effort that you're worth. How lame is that? And I knew at that moment that hurt my soul. I knew at that moment he was done. He he's he's done. So I'm gonna let him be. And if when I talk to Chad, my daily bourbon. It's just going to be normal, just like a normal conversation between two friends. So I'm currently on the lookout for a new rival. We, how how formal do you want this application process to be? Because we could set up a survey monkey link. Oh, I, have, I mean, we can go have all. Have people, you know, submit resumes. Yeah, or at least just click on who they want to see, see me rival with. Yeah, so, I mean, they could, you know, screenshot or send usernames or whatever to at Whiskey Mutant. Yeah. Oh, and we could but do a live the, poll and see who they voted, and then I just go at them on on the sure. on as we record. I just make the first post that just goes at them. But I was thinking too, like we can put in the the description of the video, 
uh, well, I guess the audio too, uh, like a link where you can send a username, send a, you know, include like a link to their social media, a brief and we'll description. Keep you anonymous. Of, we don't, yeah, 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 yeah. We're not going to so put you can anybody put on anybody. blast. You, we, <laughs> we don't put people on blast. That is not a good thing to do. Anybody who drinks um, whiskey and loves to share it with their friends and everything like that, um, just don't put people on blast. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Um, also, maybe like in our, our, our range, like don't, don't, don't send Oprah. <laughs> don't send Ellen. Don't send Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> I just go after Ellen the whole time. That would be really funny. I love Kelly Clarkson. Don't go. To. Don't go after. Um, what's her name? She was on Fifty First Dates. Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Oh, Drew. Um, any anyway. women who have talk shows? <laughs> God. Um. But yeah, I just wanted to say that, and now we're back. Now we're back. So I'm, I'm sorry that. That chapter in your life has concluded. It was a good run. Yeah. It's been a good run. Well, everybody loves a good comeback story. Yeah. Well, anyway. Anyway. So, what have you been doing? What have you been drinking? What have you oh, been? Where, where where have you been since All last I saw you? No. I have been. <laughs> I started around out. Around the world, don't speak the language. Uh-huh. But your booty don't need to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. It's not a good song, man. I know, but still. Um, Do you want to try something blind too while we're? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, well, my f- my the first half of my time off uh, was in Florida. Mm-hmm. I went to Orlando. Um, stayed at a Disney resort. Um, my daughter had volleyball, and so it was just me and her because. Following that tournament in Orlando, we were taking the whole family to Hilton Head, um, so I ended up there. So while I was in Orlando, um, in between games and different places, we'd go to like Disney restaurants, and we got to go to Hollywood Studios one night and stuff like that. But as far as whiskey goes, um, I packed a bottle of New Riff that um, I mm-hmm. picked with uh, Matt from Wrestling with Whiskey because he likes Disney as well, and I shoved it in his face that I was at Disney, and I drunk on that New Riff in the room. That was my like room like resort um, pour. Um, I took a couple of other things in my um, uh, H and or things. I had a Knob Creek, had a Lodge Creek Barrel Proof, had Jack Daniels Barrel Proof. Yeah. And we packed very similarly for our trip. Yeah, it was all barrel proof. <laughs> I said I'm taking all barrel proofs in my travel things, and a 1792 foolproof. Oh, um, I haven't had a bottle of that in so long. You can take one of those over there if you want. If you need some for the house, kind of do. <laughs> you can take one. I have one. I have a couple of picks, and then I have one that's just it by itself. I um, do whatever. I don't care. Um, I just so, appreciate the generosity. Yeah, of course. Um, so. I went to uh, Plot Pig uh, at Disney Springs mm, one mm-hmm. night, and I had their um, single barrel flight. I had a Buffalo Trace um, pick. Um, what else did they have? It was there was a Blanton's. Um, what else? I think it's OWA. Nice. That's like their single barrel pick flight. 
that was good. Um, I got to have, uh, we went to, I went to Riviera, um, for brunch and they made the, um, I had an old fashioned and they made the, um, smoked turkey. I had, I had never had a smoked turkey before. Yeah. And I'm, I'm now realizing too, I have stuff I have to talk about from weeks ago when you were, yeah. When I was at Disney for, you know, an, an overnight essentially. Um, but I, I had two, I had two smoked turkeys yeah. at dinner. Like we, like we screeched into a parking spot, grabbed Eden out of the car. We were still in like t-shirts and, you know, driving clothes and whatever and sit down, open the drink menu, but bu- bu- smoke Turkey. I was like, I need that right now, yes. please. <laughs> uh, smoke Turkey <laughs> is, Unbelievable is a Disney cocktail that uses Turkey 101. And uh, there, you can look up the recipe. I can't remember everything, but it's good. Um, I highly recommend it is, that it one. It is very, very good. Um, so, yeah, I had a lot of just random cocktails and stuff, like at the resort um, when Addison wasn't playing volleyball. And then, um, then we packed up. We came back home. And immediately turned around and went to Hilton Head. Um, so I grabbed. I cannot imagine. Um, <laughs> I was thinking of when <laughs> when I, you you text me and you were like, I just I couldn't imagine something, and I was like, I could imagine, and you took it like I was being I, a little kiss baby. I was trying to be funny about it too, <laughs> but it definitely came off like I was. Perry Way basically more. said, "Oh, you're cooler than me." No, that's exactly what I said. And I was like, "Oh my god!" This and I wasn't, I wasn't trying to be. Perry. I was trying to joke about it, but I didn't. It just the tone of it was so off that it definitely sounded like I was mad at you. Yeah, I know. I was like, "Oh my god, what have I done?" Anyway, um, so we go to Hilton Head. Uh, I packed um, uh, New Riff Rye. Talked about that on the pregame chats had a uh, eagle rare pick which i really love taking eagle rare to the beach because you gotta kind of have one of those pours that's low proof and sweet that you know it's not going to wreck you you know at nine o'clock in the morning because that's when i pretty much started drinking um and uh, yeah uh then i had a four roses and i bought a uh turkey 101 rye while i was there which is one of my new favorite travel whiskeys um, so I would always get up, uh, we'd have a, I'd do a workout or something like that. And I'd immediately go home or go to the condo and I'd make an old fashioned every morning. I made an old fashioned every morning. Did you ever get crazy with it? Like doing a coffee old fashioned or anything no, like that? No. Just a straight, like that was your recovery drink was no, just an I, old fashioned. I would, uh, I'd drink a cup of coffee before I did my workout. Um, there you go. And then my at post workout, it would be kind of early. Kids were still waking up, and I would always make an old fashioned. Uh, April would have one sometimes, and then I, I made friends with the the bartenders at the pool bar, the beach bar. Like you, like where we were staying, you could go to a pool area, and there was a bar, and like they had like food and stuff, and they and then you could walk out to the beach. Yeah. So it was like in between. So I would get like. Man, I was getting like these things called hurricane, or hurricane five, like five degree hurricanes or whatever. And the guy has like 
five like just random random like Amazing. spirits and he's just pouring them all in there That's i'm like so oh good. my god but then that <laughs> then they like they they found out i was from kentucky because i was getting like whiskey sours and stuff like that and they were like here you can have a free shot with all your drinks and but they would give me southern comfort <laughs> So I've, I've I rolled my eyes, but it's it's very nice of them to do that. Um, so I had a lot of Southern comfort as like a side shot with my so funny pool cocktails. Um, so I I was drinking Long Island iced teas one day. I was drinking these hurricanes. I was drinking a Bahama Mama one day. I've drank so many like beach poolside cocktails the last week that. Having, like, coming home and just pouring some Russell's Reserve was, like, a new experience for me. Because one thing, when you're gone for a while and you you only take, like, three bottles, and whether you're drinking those neat, like, before bed or you're making old-fashioned out of it, they get old kind of quick. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yes, I had a Russell's Reserve when I came back. Uh, yesterday, and it was just great. How was that just yes? Well, it was two days ago. What was yesterday? Yesterday was Sunday. Wasn't it? Oh, wait, no, you did get home on Sunday. Golly, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I did talk to you this morning. Yeah, so I had been, we were in Hilton Head for eight days, Um, and it was fun. Did a lot of putt-putt golf, a lot of touristy stuff. We went to Savannah. I had, um, yeah, man. had some cool um, stuff in Savannah. I um, love Savannah. It's so pretty. Um, so, yeah, like random neat bourbon at the condo, but a lot of just crazy, just so many different alcohols in one thing. And here, put it in some ice and yeah. go. Um, so, yeah, I went from Florida, flew back. Drove to Hilton Head, and I was in Hilton Head, and then I got back yesterday. A lot of... It's exhausting. It is. Yeah. What do you think about this before we go too far? That smells like chocolate syrup. smells like chocolate and raisins. I like that. That it tastes like chocolate raisins. It cha- tastes like um, getting close to me. What are you doing? Oh, I like this. I like this energy. Oh no! He did it. Oh no! He did it. He found a Texas bourbon he likes. It's the still Austin oated bourbon. It's good. It's different. I'm not, it's, I can't, it's not your standard like run of the mill. I can't say I can't say a, oh you tricked me. It's Wild Turkey 101. <laughs> it he does have Turkey on 101 the, on the bottom of the glass. Now I'm not going to trust you. I really believe this is Turkey 101. <laughs> this is a this is our French oak Turkey 101. <laughs> no, I, 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 I I'm a man of uh, I'm a, a man of respect, integrity, and honor, and honor. <laughs> and if this is a Texas whiskey, then I can say I like this. It's finally happened. Still Austin, oated bourbon. 
What is oated bourbon? It's got oats in the... Uh, oh, so they had to do something to it. They had oh. to, but it still counts. It still counts, doesn't it? It does. I'll take it. I'll give them a half a point. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's pretty good. Yeah. That tastes like chocolate-covered raisins. It tastes like raisinettes. I, I like it quite a bit. Honestly, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at it at all. I wouldn't resist that. I will admit defeat today that <laughs> this is a Texas. It's a day, it's a day of firsts here yes. on Tim Bib. New rivals and new likes. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna back up to back the up. the Florida trip that I was on uh, with Lucy's family almost a month ago at this point. Uh, three or four weeks ago. Um, we always do a, a stay, a, a stay over, layover, whatever, uh, in Disney for a night <laughs> on our way down to, uh, the beach in Florida, just because, you know, it's a 16 hour drive. And the only time you really want to do that is when you're on your way home, because you just want to push through and like, yeah, yeah. Be in your own bed. You don't want to have to stay at a hotel. No, You've happened. already we packed even, up and everything. We didn't even stop at, stop at Cracker Barrel on our way home. We we're like, we got to get home. Okay. That, that brings up a good question. When you're on the road home, excuse me, grab food to eat in the car or mm. sit down at a restaurant on the way home. Or down uh, in in on any kind of road trip. If like if you're going to the beach, the beach say is eight or nine hours away. Yeah, that's about what. Yeah. Um, what what do, what do you all do? What do you prefer as well? Um, drive through. Got to be drive through, man. Drive through, get there at a decent hour, have fun, and then you can go sit down somewhere that night. Or order pizza. Or the next night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and then the on, the, on the way home, and it's just like you said, it's we're, we we're stopped go- and got a big going. big McDonald's breakfast, like some extra biscuits and stuff. So like a couple hours in the trip, they still wanted something. Yeah. And I was like, we ain't stopping until we run out of gas. Or not run out of gas, which that would have been stupid. But until we need gas. AAA, how can we help you? Are you in a safe location? And then go to one of the gas stations. I'm on 75 and my car's out of gas and my kids are yelling at me, please hurry. I'm fucked up, man. I messed up. Game over, man. But yeah, on the way home, you get to the gas station that has like one of the restaurants attached to it, get some gas, grab some to go and get back on the road. Exactly. This was also the trip that I decided that I don't like Bucky's anymore. God, I can I only do Bucky's like one food. time. Yeah, a year. oh yeah, I love their food, and and their gas is usually a little bit cheaper too. But everybody knows about Bucky's now, and it's just it's just a hassle to get in and out of there, um, unless it's super early in the morning or super late at night. Yeah, those are the only two times. It's like a like a four or five hour window. When the sun's not up, it's like going, and most everybody's asleep. It's like going to the ER. You don't want to go during the day. No, you go to early in the morning or at late night. at night. Um, I did. Yeah, I just got real tired of Bucky's really quickly. It's it's gotten so expensive too. Like just yeah. grabbing a brisket sandwich is like eight dollars. Yeah, I ain't trying to spend that. No, and it's, and it's not a whole anyway. Beside the point. Um, so Florida. Tell me about so, it. So, yeah. So, we got to Disney, um, sat down for dinner. I had a couple smoked turkeys. 
incredible cocktail. One of the, one of the best bourbon cocktails I've ever had yeah. in my entire life. The next morning, we had uh, plans. We had reservations for Chef Mickey's mm-hmm. at the Contemporary. Um, and I'll, I'll throw pictures up on screen. I haven't even posted them on social media or anything, but Eden got to meet Mickey, M- Mickey Minnie. and Minnie and Donald. Um, it, it was it was just magical, man. Um, she she was like starstruck, and it won't know? change because when we had our brunch at Riviera, yeah, it was a character one, and Addison, being almost fifteen years old, still acted like the little kid. Just That's like the best, she, she was when she was Eden's age. But even even like now it even I, know, do I, that. I turn 30 next month and I'm like, I love I love character stuff like that. It's, the best. it's just great. There was a I'm I'm getting off track, I apologize. The first time that I went to Disney, uh was right after Lucy and I got engaged. Her mom gave us a trip as a engagement present. That was phenomenal. Um we did a character meet and greet with Aladdin and Jasmine. Yeah. And I was a big Doctor Who fan at the time. I'm still a big Doctor Who fan, but around that time, uh, Matt Smith's Doctor, the 11th Doctor, uh, was still kind of on TV, and he was really well known for wearing a fez. Yeah. And Aladdin wears a fez. And I went up to Aladdin and I said, I, I really like your fez. Like, just kind of, like, you know, making yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah. And his response was, which is something that Matt Smith's doctor said, yeah, fezes are cool. And I just lost it. I was like, that is the best thing ever. And and I still, like, I still look for those little moments. I had a friend who was, uh, um, I mean, he's still alive, but he was uh, Peter Pan. For for a little while. Oh, he's hard um, to find because sometimes he he just jumps around in the in the garden. Yeah, we we got to we got to see him in character uh, as Peter Pan. That was unbelievable. Just because he he was so I don't know. There there's like a switch that those cast members, those actors, can flip where you just don't even know that that's not their personality a hundred percent of the time. And it's just so, it's so, so good. Um, he took care of us. We, we got like front of the line rides for a couple of, I can't even remember. It's been a while since all those were paper fast passes back then. Yeah. Well, this was this particular trip when we saw him, this was actually, I think after we got married, Oh, okay. On our way down to our honeymoon, we we did a day at Magic Kingdom, and I think he was Peter Pan. Y'all went to Netherland. I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before, <laughs> but that was the day that the the boy got dragged into the the water by an oh, alligator, no. and he died. At Car- yeah, Caribbean Beach. Yeah, he was like six or seven years old. Just horrible, horrible stuff. Anyway, uh, anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, so the next morning we had we had breakfast plans and I wanted to get the whiskey mutant cold brew special. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had one of those too. I'm so jealous because I, I went up to the coffee bar 
at because we we rode the monorail for a little bit. We went over to Polynesian. Uh, the Polynesian. Uh, they have a coffee bar there, and I was like, okay. I was talking to the barista. I was like, my my buddy always comes here and gets your drink. Yeah. And he goes, cool. We can't do any of that. <laughs> no cold brew. No Jameson. They had Kahlua. I think we I did a shot of Kahlua and of Bailey's. Yeah. Which at least they had Bailey's. But it was just, it wound up being, and like I created my own little thing, uh, which was iced coffee, 2% milk. Could have skipped out on the on the milk. There was enough cream in the uh, the liqueurs. Um, in the bedroom? No. Okay, sorry. No. Um, shot of Kahlua, shot of Bailey's. And I mean, it was good. It was really easy to drink. Yeah. But it was also for two, because I got one for myself and one for Lucy, $40. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay, so. I was in a bad mood after that. I mean, yeah. as bad of a mood as you could be at Disney. Right, right. Because, like, after that, my kid got to meet Mickey and Minnie. And, like, oh, and I didn't say this. When she met Minnie, Minnie leaned down. She got, she, like, squatted down to get on Eden's eye level. Eden squatted down with her. Too. It was so cute. so cute. It was adorable. Anyway, here's the thing. What? Uh, you, yeah, it's at if if you're there, it's at the Joffrey stand, mm-hmm. and you got to message me or comment to ask me what it is because I'm not going to go through it because I've said it before. And if you've listened to the show, then you know. If you if not, message me and I'll tell you the secret mutant coffee. Anyway, I still want to try it. Well, so we'll um, get you one someday. Uh. When we were when we were in Florida, <clears throat> when we were at the beach, I uh, I brought a bunch of bottles. Granddad one fourteen benchmark foolproof. I brought the rest of our French oak finished turkey. Finish that, that up, handle. Baby. Well, it wound up being like a bourbon and coke pour for a lot of people. I bet that was good. It was really good. I didn't have it very. I had like a sip or two just because people were, you know, drinking on it. and I was just curious, but. Um, yeah. And then I, I walked over to the, the like Island Mart and they had ECBPA 123. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> hello, <laughs> that's for me. Um, yeah. And I got me, I got me through the rest of the week, but, uh, anyway, so not last week, but the week before I, I had to go to a training for work in Salt Lake City. I'm so jealous of Utah. this. Not the work thing. No, you do. just you wait, man. Um and I I had been kind of like craving going out west. I hadn't been out west since I think 2017 when we did a road trip with Lucy's family. Um and it wasn't even like to go and like experience a whole lot of it. It was just kind of like to be there. Like my mental health needed that going and being in the mountains. And Salt Lake City is so cool. It, it's it's basically completely 360 degrees surrounded by mountains. And it's just like a cereal bowl. Ooh. And that's where the city is. And the city is perfectly gridded out 
from the middle outwards. Yeah. Like it's city hall and then it's gridded out in every direction. It's so efficient. The streets are ridiculously wide, not like just narrow and like all right. trying to like right, fight right. with each other like it is in Lexington. Um we um we we land in Salt Lake and I had messaged Jason Newman, who, you know, friend of the show, yep. know through the podcast yep. as well, have been to Whiskey Weekends with him and his wife, um, Natalie. Natalie. My brain just completely shut off there for a second. He's on a, uh, they do a live stream ever. So yeah, often. flannel panel flannel streams. Panel. Um, and I, I messaged Jason and I said, I'm going to be in Salt Lake. Next week, I've got a buddy from work that, you know, we've got to be there for a training and everything. Would love to see you. And he goes, I'll pick you up from the airport. <laughs> okay. Drove us around Salt Lake City, took us to to lunch at a, uh, at a German restaurant. Um, I, at that point, uh, it was like 1 p.m., in Salt Lake City, which meant it was about 3 p.m. at home. And I had to be up at 3 a.m. to get to the airport because our flight left at 6, right? So be yeah. there at 4, check yeah. in and everything. And, uh, I mean, that was basically 12 hours where I had only, not only not eaten at all, but, like, not slept very much. And I was like, Let's just go for broke. And they brought me the biggest stein of beer <laughs> that they could have. It was like 64 ounces of, of beer shit. or whatever. Like your hand's shaking. Like it's hard to pick it up. <laughs> Thor's hammer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, incredible. I uh, got bratwurst while I was there too. Say, and I then know we you got some brats. Oh, heck yeah, dude. I didn't even have anything to follow up with that. I was just excited about bratwurst. Brats. Brats, bro. Brats, bro. Um, so we we got to our hotel, checked in, took a little nap, and then Jason and Natalie came and picked us up for dinner. He did a like a slow roast beef for us in his crock pot. He had it on for like eight hours. Uh potatoes and sounds like um, Jason and corn. It was absolutely incredible he's like there's the beer fridge get whatever beer you want um had a beer from it was a pale ale from oh it's gonna come to me because i went there for dinner too the last night that i was there i'll get i'll get back to it in a minute it absolutely incredible but we, suckers no but it did start with an s suckers of salt lake no no <laughs> squatters Squatters. Squatters craft beer. Same reason you got to move out of your house. <laughs> Resisting the urge to throw my phone. <laughs> um, full sp full suspension pale ale nice. uh, is what I had. Um, and then we got we got done with dinner. He's like, "You want to go see the bar <laughs> downstairs?" What if he would have brought you all the way there and he was like, sorry. Next. Yeah, it's out of construction. <laughs> sorry. You got to come twice before you can see the bar. We 
started out with a 1986 Wild Turkey 8-year 101 proof decanter. That was unbelievable. Oh, I also went to OBC a few weeks ago, too. Had their new Willet pick, which was amazing, and their new Weller Antique 107 pick. Also incredible. Sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to rub it in, but, you know. I'm about to rub it out. <laughs> That's fair. I th- He also, like, I looked over at... <laughs> You're like, what is that over there? Kind of. <laughs> I look. I looked over at his collection, at their collection, and there were three Knob Creek picks that stood out to me. Stay in your lane, Magic Gallon Batch, and Bourbon Karma, which I was present for all three of those barrels getting picked at Whiskey Weekend Batch 1. Yeah. I was the inspiration for the name stay in your lane because because <laughs> you always say what they say what the podcast that's what they say. would that's what will and grease would say mostly will <laughs> sorry will love you um would say during that time just about my you know kind of position within the bourbon community or the podcasting community which was stay in your lane um it was said in jest but also I was like, uh, and <laughs> so had had each one of those, and out of the three, though, Bourbon Karma, <sighs> Bourbon Karma is one of the best bourbon Knob Creek bourbon picks I have ever had in my entire life, and, uh, and, and up against 13, 14, 15 year old picks. I love that magic. Knob Creek pick. Magic though. Allen batch. Mm-hmm. I haven't had it. I mean, I guess I had it there. Actually, did I? No, I think I I was very selective at that point because I was trying to take care of my, my buddy from work. And yeah. I was like, you know, I didn't want to be like out of my gourd either. So I was like, well, I'll have a little bit here and there. And, right. But the so and I forgot to bring it because I wound up sampling out a little bit just so I could bring it home to you. But on the shelf was the podcast pick ain't half bad. Yeah. Again, one of my favorite Knob Creek picks That's of really all good time. Too. It was a 13 year pick. It came, I think it came out the year of whiskey weekend batch two. That would be about right. I think, I think that's when it, when it was, um, we were packing up, getting ready to go back to the hotel and Jason's like, what do you want to take with you? I was like, huh? <laughs> I was like, I really wanted I, my coworker to try like some Jack Daniels barrel proof. He'd never had it before. And I also wanted him to try ain't half bad. And Jason's like, just take it with you. <laughs> so I wound up with like a 200 mil flask of uh, Jack Daniels pick and about half a bottle of ain't half bad. Nice. He was like, I got some more over there. It's fine. Don't worry about it. So drank on that in the hotel room <clears throat> the rest of the week. And, you know, I had 
sample bottles. I'd never traveled with sample bottles before. And it was so surprisingly easy. Yeah. I mean, unpainful. Not painful? Whatever. Okay. Uh, just, yeah. I didn't check a bag, so I didn't, oh, take a, yeah. didn't take a full bottle or anything. I was only gone for four days, so it's not like I needed a whole home bar or anything anyway. Or did you? I definitely did, because <laughs> Salt Lake City is a primarily Mormon town. <laughs> so a lot of craft breweries, a lot of uh, restaurants who will not serve you bourbon neat. The hotel where we stayed... They had a sign up at the at the bar. They never put their full bar up, right? They had a sign up at the bar that said, it had like four bullet points. The first one was... No blends. All, right. All alcohol must be served with food. Oh, my God. Mormons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, and, and one of the other ones was... We do not, cannot, and will not serve liquor straight up. I was like, why bother? I walked around the corner to, you know, the sketchy liquor store that was behind the the hotel. I got Turkey 101 for... And you opened it right there on the street and just drank it almost from the did, neck. Dude, I, I don't think I would have been arrested for it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I love Salt Lake, man. It was so good. And then um, last week I was home on my own. Lucy and Eden were uh, on vacation. And I just, I don't know. With the with the move, my budget's really limited. So benchmark foolproof. However, however, I did find Larceny B523. Ooh, baby, you made me jealous. Just that slightly one. above retail. It was the last bottle, or I would have gotten the other one for you mm. if there had been a second one. Um, man, it's just Heaven Hill is killing it this year with their barrel proof badges. I agree. I agree. As you probably know from a couple episodes ago. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's been my my journey over the past few weeks. <laughs> All around the place. I suppose. Yeah, we've we've just been, and like I almost went up to Virginia too to see Lucy and Eden, which is where they were. And you know, last minute I wasn't I wasn't able to go. And you know, I mean, the amount of states that I've been in, I had a a ridiculously long layover in Dallas on our way home from what'd Salt you, Lake. What'd you drink there? <sighs> Beer. Oh yeah, I had a beer. We we went into their, uh, you know, it was like the TGI Fridays, mm -hmm. quick yeah. service or or whatever. Yeah, and um, I've been to that one. I got I got my flight. Did got, you really? My flight from San Diego one year when I was visiting friends out there. Yeah, it was Dallas, and it got delayed, and I just hung out in that little TGI Fridays. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we stayed there for a little bit. My my coworker didn't really want to drink too much. I was like, I, I understand. I could have spent the whole day. We wound up being there for six hours, seven hours, <sighs> something like that, because the the plane was late. Once it got there, it needed maintenance. Then they kept delaying our flight. Then they moved us to another gate, which was like clear across the the airport. And so, yeah, it was just, it was exhausting. 
Um, but yeah, I had a, so my, my best friend from middle school, he and his wife and, and son live in Dallas and he has always talked about their craft beer scene. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm here. I'm may as well, like if they have any of the craft beer that he talks about at this TGI Fridays, I'm going to get it. And she was like, the, the waitress asked if I wanted to try their, um, it's deep Ellum brewery IPA stellar. Absolutely incredible. Nice. So, uh, Austin, I'm finally able to recommend, uh, the <laughs> beer that you've there been you go, Austin. telling me to try Shout for years. You all would get along like yeah. two peas in a pod. I mean, I would love the next time that he and his wife are here. I would love for you all to meet each other and oh. hang out because I know the like the roast that's yeah. ahead of me. Yeah. If I do that, but I'm willing to okay. willing to take okay. it. We'll but anyway, let's do it, Austin. Um, I think that's about it for for that. Do you want to review something? Let's review something. Are you fading? Are you getting sleepy? No, I'm actually feeling good. I'm just thinking about the people listening. They're like, we want to hear something new. We don't want to hear about y'all anymore. You think anybody says that? I don't know. Maybe. I, don't know. Probably. I just made that voice up. I was probably. just thinking of somebody. I don't know who this is, but they're going to have you with I us. May, I, it, Why are you listening to this podcast anyway? That was the voice of the guy who turns on the podcast and fast forwards it just to the reviews. Yeah. Sorry, Gary. No, it's a. Uh, Yeah. Yep. Um, well, because we are on the eve of July 4th, and we normally celebrate a particular bird on, <laughs> on um, <laughs> no, nope, 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 nope. Not yet. Wait until they pay for it. Um, <laughs> we normally celebrate a particular bird uh, for Independence Day. I figured uh, we would try a whiskey that doesn't have that bird in its name, but does have a bird that was proposed by Benjamin Franklin uh, to be our. <laughs> this should be the bird. This should be the bird. I vote for this to be the bird. <laughs> so it is Turkey 101 12 year, which uh, we have not had yet and have been just dying to get our hands on. And I think that this is also pretty appropriate because this sample comes from our our once dear friend, but now they've apparently gone the way of Eric's middle school love life. Yeah. My Daily Bourbon gave us this sample. It's a good guy. I'm pretty sure. Uh, so, appreciate Chad for all he does. Wish um, him all the best. Um, he's doing cool things. And thanks, Chad. Appreciate you, man. Thanks, dude. Oh, that smells really good. So this is a, it's it's one of those like duty free only or export only bottles. Oh, you yeah, travel yeah. you travel abroad and then you can get it in their duty free shops. Also, Dallas and Salt Lake, step up your duty free game. Duty. <laughs> All you had was like Jack Daniels eighty and Jim Beam Apple. <laughs> It was bad. It was bad, man. I want to do some. I want to drink some Jim Beam Apple. Okay. You do, you homie. 
This actually smells kind of apple-y. I know. Uh, apple the app. Turkey, turkey, honestly, whether it's the rye or just, they are one of the most apple-y to me, like green apple Yeah. in a lot of their stuff. Yeah. Yeah, this is a caramel apple. Like, um, you get the fair, and it has to be green, and it's like the caramel is right on top, but you still see the green peel. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little, almost buttery, too. It's like butter. I don't know if that's nuts, maybe. There's a teeny tiny little bent, bent bit. A teeny tiny little bend in here. There's a teeny tiny little hint of cinnamon spice. I can see that. I mean, just just kind of, it's like it's like just a a a dusting, a light dusting of cinnamon spice. Oh, oh speaking of Ben, I ran into so when I was at Hollywood Studios. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> so I did a uh, we had a ticket to where Hollywood you could stay at Hollywood Studios till one a.m. I love those. And because uh, you were staying on property and uh, you had the extended magic hours, or? no, this was like a special ticket. Oh. This was not the extended oh, okay. hours, this was everybody has to leave. And oh, from man. 10 to 1, we rode every ride, and the longest we waited was five minutes. <laughs> but, but my friend Ben, who um, I worked with at uh, my job for a long time before he moved to Nashville, yeah, yeah. he is married to I think you know her, Taylor, Taylor. yeah. Right. So I, Taylor and Ben were at the same Hollywood thing, so I hung out with them some while. How did, how did you all find that out? Like, were you talking beforehand? He saw, or? He saw that out. He saw on like Facebook or something that I was in Orlando, and uh, he, he just was, figured you were going to be at Disney World. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, are you <laughs> going to be at Disney?" And and I was like, "Well, the only chance we get is to go to Hollywood." But I said, "It's this special ticket that I'm only going to be there." He's like, "We got that same thing." That's so cool, man. So I saw Ben and totally uh, serendipitous. So all right. Cheers, homie. Cheers. Glad to be back. Thank you for being here. Mm. That's good. Oh. <laughs> okay. The finish is where it really perks up. I was going to say, I was going to say, this is good. It's not a whole lot different than just a really good like turkey one oh one or like a but, but then the but, finish. But hits. the like the oak I, I mean I guess really just the age, I'm starting to feel more in like my gums. Yeah, I feel you know, like it's it, it, it's a it's definitely a more oak spice. Yeah, it, it's it it's it's a more full experience than just one oh one. Yeah, is because I mean that's that's a blend of six, eight, and ten or something like that. I'm sorry, it, Dave Jennings. It's like you take your turkey 101, and it always has that kind of cinnamon, that rice spice, really right up front. That you're like, oh, this is turkey 101. Yeah, but it it that that's not here. This is like a oh oh okay, and then all of a sudden you get that finish, and you start getting that oak spice, and you're like, oh, it's not a funky turkey. Mm -mm. It's not like a dusty funk turkey. It is. It's clean. It's very clean. It's. No. I'm. I love. I'm just gonna start saying smooth for everything. I don't care. It's very smooth. Um, but smooth as in like it just rolls through your 
from the tip of your tongue down to the finish and it's not got a big hug but it's got a really throat finish like a throat heavy finish yeah that yeah. makes sense yeah for sure yeah a lot of that spice really hangs out in your in your throat for sure i like it man i i like it a lot i but i don't I, here here's what's weird about it to me I don't know if I drink this and I go, I want this over regular 101. Mm-mm. I think this is just a completely different experience from the, the typical shelf standard 101. It's that we a different get. experience, but it's not one that makes me instantly go, hold on, I got to go text somebody that I know travels, get me this bottle. Yeah. But I do, but still, like, I kind of want it in my collection. Right. You know? I had to throw away. So. <laughs> Heartbreaking, heartbreaking story here, ladies and gentlemen. God. Get your tissues out or else you're going to be left up creek without a paddle. Um, my 13-year turkey and my birth year turkey, the corks had both gotten so bad that uh, air leaked into both of those bottles. <gasps> Did you just chug them? No, dude. They were cloudy. Oh, no. They yeah. weren't even like chuggable? Mm-mm. Hold on. Moment of silence. In the arms of the angel. Okay. Um, that sucks. Heartbreaking, man. I was yeah, I was cleaning out the, the bourbon closet, or the bourbon cabinet, excuse me. And uh, I got to my turkey shelf, and they were it. It, it was that like milky color that, that bourbon sucks. that's been oxidized. Yeah, gets. Uh, so when you leave it beside the bed for too long, you're like, oh, there's that Glenn, and it's like, what is in this? What happened? Oh, but anyway, yeah, I love the nose on this probably more than the palate. Um, but I get kind of the same notes. Yeah. Um, and it's very, like you said, it resembles Turkey 101. Um, but then it's just, it smooths it out. It's got a great finish. Um, real cinnamon heavy on the finish, yeah. I would say. I actually don't know what the price is. So $80. Oh, wait, there no, that's go. Russell's. <laughs> I learned that the suggested retail price in Japan. Oh, here we go. A friend of mine paid about one fifteen in Korea. So I guess we could roughly call it. Oh, in Japan, converts roughly to sixty dollars. Um, I I think I'm comfortable saying it's eighty. Okay. We're gonna put it to a little comparison before. <gasps> Daddy like. Uh, um, Russell's 13 this is now, 2022 th- this, it, it's not a perfect comparison I said kinda or something it's close to the same year same mash bill it's just higher proof higher proof yeah so then we could say what if they did a barrel proof turkey 101 but then it Man, wouldn't be turkey I'm, 101 I miss you can, yeah. I miss being able to get vintage turkey for a reasonable price. 
Those are those were fun times. I I punch myself. Yeah. Because I think what I could have got. Um, I think about it too, like, you know, e- even finding like old label. One hundred and one, in like handles or whatever. It was such a treat. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, when they actually had the handle gone. on it. Yeah. I love those. It's completely gone now. You know, these don't smell too off from each other. They are very, they are definitely a Jimmy and a Perry. <laughs> How are they so similar? That's what I'm saying. I think. The, the, they're like identical. Yeah. They are way close, bro. I think I think the twelve year is just a little bit lighter because it is one oh one proof as opposed to the what what is it, one thirteen? One fourteen. One fourteen on the Russell's thirteen. Um one fourteen point eight. I'm gonna go twelve year first. Okay. Yeah, still appley. Cinnamon. Lots of cinnamon apples yeah. on the palate. Still good, man. All right. Mm. It's the proof from. Yeah, it's absolutely the proof that puts this from the tip of your tongue down to the finish, which goes longer. There is extra layers on that Russell's. So, but that's the closest thing I could compare it to. I don't even have turkey. No, I think that's yeah. That's you can do anything (laughs) more apt, I think, than just. But on the nose, this oh the nose. I think, you know, and even like going back a little bit between the two, I was able to pick up distinct differences. But at first glance, they're so similar. Yeah. Between the two. I guess we got to give this the nose palette finish price. I guess if we're reviewing it, we got to. Yeah. So nose palette finish and price. Each category is out of five final scores out of 20. Yeah. That's how we've been doing it since yeah. day one, practically, here on this Mubberman podcast. I, I want to say this about the nose to not to like influence your score or anything, but the fact that it is <laughs> and and Russell's 13 is so highly regarded by people. The fact that you can get the same nose on a product that is one year younger and half the price. Yeah. Is pretty remarkable. Right. I I think that at, at the very least it it shows that Wild Turkey is so deep, complex, rich, and it gives the whiskey the chance to kind of breathe even at younger age mm-hmm. statements. Yeah, I agree. Um, I can't be mad, mad about it. I'm giving it a four out of five. Four. Yeah. Four. Killer. Me too. Um, walk me through how you think about the, the palette on this one. Uh, the palette, I will say... Um, it reminds me of 101, just smoother. It's got the edges, those rough edges of 101 that kind of give you that bite, that raw spice, and um, kind of that kick of 101. With I would say probably because of the younger age and the blending and all that stuff. Um, I don't get that, but it's comforting. It's a very like smooth, like flow from your tongue. There, it's not 
nothing jumps out at me. Yeah. It's good. Reminds me of 101, just a smoother version. I give it a three. I found myself kind of going on a little bit more of a journey with it than I think you did. <clears throat> it it pops a lot at the front, dips in the middle, and then once it starts to kind of go into the finish, it, it picks back up. And I think that the back end of the palette is really where the spice and the oak start to... Mm. to push through um but that like initial sip just as it's like hanging on like the tip of your tongue yeah then the caramel starts to come out then a little bit of like milk chocolate starts to show up as well but yeah it's really not until the finish that it it really really shines through for me but i i i don't think I can disagree with a three. Yeah. It's, I, I don't know. It's the more divisive part of, right. <laughs> of this whole thing. So yeah, I'm with you. It just depends on what you're wanting. Are you wanting yeah. like that, a little bit of extra bite, a little bit of roughness, or are you wanting just that kind of smooth sip um, that you could sit with for a little bit? And I went Turkey. I tend to want a little bit of a bite. Um, but as far as the finish go, I think the finish kind of goes back up a little bit for me. Um, I'll I'm a three point five on the finish. I think you get a, that oak spice and everything kind of heading down towards the throat at that point, and that kind of gets that little bit of a bite for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not upset with a three point five. I I initially was kind of thinking four, but I don't think that it's popping enough by the time that it gets to the finish to actually call it a four. Yeah. I'll go with I don't know. Part of me kind of wants to go back to a three. Just do what your heart says. It's long. Do what your heart says. I'm going to go with a three. Okay. 60 bucks though. 80 bucks. Oh my God. That's the five. (laughs) I mean, honestly, like if you're, if you're looking at the, maybe more like a four. Four and a half. I was gonna say a four point um, five. If, yeah, I think, if it's, I I think it, it's four point five. If somebody got me could get me this for eighty dollars, I would be I'd probably uh, buy two. Oh, I would be I was gonna say, how many can you get me? Yeah. Because we can't hardly we can't get Russell's thirteen. Mm-hmm. And now Russell's thirteen is hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. So I yeah, you find me this for eighty dollars, I'll buy two. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm I'm comfortable with a four point five. I that gives me a 14.5 out of 20. I think that gives you a 15 out of 20. Yeah, 15 out of 20. Yeah. Um, I I think that this is one of those that, you know, it's so one of the things as we were doing our minor amount of research uh, that we found was that on secondary, it goes for about 280. I don't think it deserves that price. No, I, I guess if, I mean, once again, you do whatever you want to. It's your money. Who cares? I, if you, no, I don't, I don't if care. you don't think you can ever get it other than on secondary and you really want it, then feel free. Go for secondary. Get it. I mean, it's your money. It's your choice. It's your money. I mean, two, I mean, as far as a secondary price, 200 to 250 was, I would, I would probably be like, oh, okay, it's a little high, but you know, the, the worst, the, trigger. the worst thing you could do in this scenario Say it's two hundred. Yeah. Right. You got yourself, and you got three other friends. Yeah. Maybe even four friends. Sure. 
so but I, I mean like you could take 40 50 dollars a piece just buy it split together. that bottle up and you can just you could share your bourbon amongst with yourself with people that you are acquaintances and what's the with? difference in going to a bar nothing and paying that much nothing. for a pour you're paying more you're probably paying more at a bar than you actually are per drink if you buy on secondary yeah hot take oh early hot take i like it i've actually got a, a positive hot take i feel like our hot takes are always a positive hot take yeah like a like a encouraging a cold take no it a never. warm take anyway a comfort take a comfort yeah sure comfort okay. take okay yeah okay. anyway do whatever you want to do. Whatever you want. Buy, buy this bottle pour. if you want. I I think it's good. I think if your palates align with us, um, you're gonna find this to be a you know largely kind of satisfying. But I, I again I don't really think that the the mark is so far above what you get with with regular on the shelf eight year one hundred one mm-hmm. or so, sorry not even eight year Damn. just one hundred one. Give me that eight year age statement one hundred one. I want that. I want that. I, I want that over the twelve year. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I approve hot takes. Now I want to hear your. I want to. I don't. I'll save mine. I don't even know if I. No, I've got one. But this isn't even really like a <clears throat> anything in particular that set this off. I was just kind of thinking about it today, and um, like having having learned. <clears throat> the the patience that comes with having a toddler i think that you know this is not trying to be a commentary on society whatever we are a society we live in a society <laughs> i think you should encourage your kids to be kids oh definitely i was thinking about you know you you talked about your youngest and kind of forgetting that he's the youngest he's the youngest and he's in a particular age bracket and you know there's going to be things that he enjoys that are separate from his his siblings and you know and and kind of the other part of it too is that i'm not trying to like make excuses for the way that my toddler behaves in public she's not perfect i'm the first to admit it um but kids are gonna cry. Kids are gonna be kids. They're gonna be kids, and and I think that the more that we force them or encourage them to be older than they are, uh, the more damage it it can do to them. And and you know, I I always got the comment of, "You're such an old soul." <laughs> I was like, "Well, I was expected to behave a particular way." Yeah. You know, and I mean, like, th- th- there's part of it too, where it's like, yeah, there's probably there's, a little bit wiser, a little bit more, you know, whatever. There's a like, difference between teaching your kids to be respectful in public and do stuff, and t- and letting them be their age. Don't teach them to be older than what they are. Teach them manners that yeah. they at that age can comprehend. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, don't expect them to do all this stuff when they haven't learned it and they haven't done it, but teach them manners that they understand. So good. Sorry. I I think on the, on the flip side of that too, it's almost like encouraging parents 
to learn patience with your kid too. And, and like, you're going to have things where it, it annoys you mm-hmm. like some of their habits and, mm-hmm. and like that, that's just, that's just part of it. But I, I, I don't know. I don't want to look back on my children's lives and go, man, they were so annoying when they were this age mm-hmm. or that this particular era was particularly frustrating for me. I miss a lot of things from when my kids were young. It's the innocence, man. Um, that, it's that gentle that little at innocence. At the time that I was like, oh my God, I can't wait till they can walk on their own or I can't wait till they can do this on their own. And now I'm like, man, I miss being able to do this. I miss or, squishy little baby. Yeah. Now, my, now they're turds. Yeah. Anyway, that, that's just... <clears throat> you know, going through so many life changes right now and, and thinking about the future and it, it's got me being more introspective and thinking about too, like, you know, and, and I'm not saying this is happening right this second, but you know, we're not terribly far away from trying to have another kid. Yeah. And so there's, there's a part of me too, that I think even like involuntarily, is being more introspective and going, what can you learn from the first kid that you can implement with the, the next oh, one, yeah. you know? And, and you know, we're all our own biggest critics. I was going to say, and the bad thing is the second kid, at least in my experience, turns out it completely opposite from the first kid. And so then everything... That's going to happen, man. Yeah. I, I, I fully believe so. So then you turn around and you just, you have to adapt and figure it out. I mean, we, we were super, super lucky and blessed with a baby that didn't have, um, what's it called when they won't sleep through the night and they cry? Um, cock block syndrome. Wow. (laughs) Um, (laughs) that thing, whatever it's called, but like she, she slept through the night, you know, she never woke up with like a vigor of yeah. I need all the attention right now. You know, she was a pretty easy baby. Yeah. She's gotten more difficult the older she's gotten, but she's a little little sassy princess. She, now. Yeah, exactly. I love her to death. I got so I was out in the garage packing stuff up and moving stuff. I was sweating just tremendously. And I I bend down and give her a big hug, not thinking about that like I'm my shirt is just soaking wet. Yeah. Give her a big hug and she kind of steps back and looks down at her shirt and goes, I'm all wet now. <laughs> like, what the hell, dad? <laughs> Where did this come from? And she kind of looked at me and she's like, daddy all wet? <laughs> Feeling my forehead. Like, I, sm- I smell horrible. Something doesn't smell right. It was so, it was so funny. Anyway. Yeah, that's my hot take. Just... Let let your kids be kids, you know they'll figure it out, and they you'll will. figure it out with them. Be patient. It's a learning experience for yeah. sure. Tips and bits. Tips and bits. <laughs> I was I was zooming around the microphone. Like Tips and bits in space. <laughs> um, I we're we're running a little bit longer than uh, I. I'm gonna I do a intended. quick. I'll do a quick one. Yeah, go for it. Uh, wrestling 
professional wrestling is hot right now. Yeah, man. You Lots went to go see um I almost said Rampage. <laughs> uh I got to go see SmackDown before I went on vacation. Uh, my buddy Tom, aka uh Baron Corbin, um got to see him. Um took the boys. Uh great show. Um Tom is um He's going back and forth between SmackDown and NXT, and he came back as the Lone Wolf. So if you've been following Baron Corbin, he's he was the Lone Wolf for a while. Then he became um, Commissioner Corbin, and then um, he was like poor Corbin, where he was just down on his luck, and then he was happy Corbin, and he's been all these Corbins. But he's the Lone Wolf, which is the badass coming in, just beating people's asses. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, got to see SmackDown, but as far as like everything as a whole in professional wrestling, it's so good. The Bloodline um, storyline in uh, WWE is amazing. That's the Roman Reigns and his uh, cousins Jimmy and Jay Uso. One of one of the best stories right now. Cool. Then you go into AEW, and they have some good stories, but their actual matches are some of my favorite. Um, they just recently had a match with um, Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay, which amazing. Yeah. They've told their story in the ring pretty much. Um, uh, Okada from New Japan was on um, AEW, which is one of my favorite. He wrestled Brian Danielson. Amazing. Um, Money in the Bank just happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, the women probably had the best Money in the Bank match to me. Um, just all around professional wrestling right now is John Cena showed up. John Cena showed up. Had to, had to. Um, so I'm real happy with professional wrestling right now because it really, it's kind of like, it's kind of like bourbon releases. Like you'll have some really, really good good ones. And then you'll be like, come on guys. Like, what is this? What is going on? Then all of a sudden they'll start having something good. So yeah, tips and bits right now. I think right now is a good time to be watching some professional wrestling. Nice. Um, I don't know, man. I, I I don't really, I've been, I've been kind of busy. (laughs) You have. Yeah. I, it's, we talked about it a little bit. We both watched um, John Mulaney's new stand-up special. We did. As well, Baby J. Baby J. Um, Talking about his experience in rehab. Yeah. Really good, man. Uh, it, and and not, I would say not his his strongest stand-up special, but I, I think it's the most, it's the most honest I think one that he's, so, he's done. little spoiler alert. He starts it out because there's like a, a little kid in his in the audience yes. watching and it sets the show up perfect because he probably didn't expect this to happen, but it's kind of like don't follow in my footsteps or yeah. what you're about to hear. And I thought it was after listening to the whole thing, watching the whole thing on Netflix, it's good. It's yeah. he's just he's John Mulaney. Like I think you you just gotta if you like John Mulaney, you're gonna love this. Um, it's good. He, uh, he was just on hot ones as well, which was really, really good episode. Wait until you uh, see his reaction to the bomb. (laughs) I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, yeah. And that's about it for tips and bits. And I think that's about it for this episode. You You know what is the bomb? (laughs) 
Patreon.com slash podcast where as little as a dollar a month, you can the, help the, the show. The, the standoff that we just had between each other, which was like, who's going to finish their bit first? <laughs> That's what we do. Support the show. Support the show. $5 a month, you can get all the bonus stuff, uncut episodes each week. We get all, we get pregame chatty. We talk about stuff before the main episode, and we have a special episode. Pours from the floor, sample irresistible. We do some extra stuff every once in a while. Go to patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast. Yeah. Support the show. Uh, if you want to get some merch, this my bourbon shop at gmail.com. No, actually, that's the email. Bourbonshop.threadless.com for merch. I was just going to roll with it, man. Um, for merch. <laughs> if you want I wasn't going to say anything. If you want to send an email, you can send an email to this my bourbon shop at gmail.com. We'll answer your questions. You can ask us about barrel picks. Uh, reviews, anything you want us to pair, um, you can get a hold of us there. Perry got a lot of stuff to uh, reply to on there. So get in there. Give him something funny to read. Yay. Yay. Um, if you want to uh, go to YouTube, you can't. Um, if you're watching, <laughs> you're already there. If you want to go to YouTube and just watch something. Well, yeah. You can go to YouTube and watch stuff, or you can watch us. Go right watch now. um. You know what? A YouTube recommendation. I... Anthony and Ian, who uh, founded Smosh, yeah, just bought Smosh back. Oh yeah, privately, um, and they're doing some really funny content. Okay, over there, so go bits. watch Smosh. Dips and bits. But yeah, YouTube Prairie goes live on Thursdays. Right now, it's kind of hit or miss. Um, I'll be back to normal soon. If you're listening, you can watch the show. If you want to see the visuals of this. Um, like, subscribe, comment, do all the stuff. Um, you can go to social media, um, at my bourbon pod. If you want to follow the show, you can follow me at whiskey mutant. Um, you can follow Perry P Ritter 1792. Do we have a barrel rings? No, no, but we have a segment called the barrel rings where you can call in and be a part of the show. We'll play your voicemail on air and reply back to you. Um, eight, five, nine, four, four two, two, eight. eight. Eight two five three. Yeah, call that number. Um, you can be part of the show. We haven't had one since the meetup weekend. Okay, we it's need. Been a, it's been over a month. We need a barrel rings. Somebody said they were. I'm going to be on the barrel rings every week. Well, they lied. Um, but yeah, what happened to that. Um, but then just tell people about us. We love all you guys. Um, we do. You can share the show. Just tell people about us rate comment all that stuff on all the podcast apps you use and that's it that's a podcast yeah that's it. sorry i was going through rare bird 101 <laughs> i thought that was a message to you and it said larry i was gonna say did they call you larry <laughs> larry ritter because uh, people have done that that's happened so many times i paid for a cake that said thank you perry and they said thank you larry so good Anyway, that does it for this week. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Hey, I love you. I love you. It's good to be back. Next week, I don't know if there's going to be an episode, though. <laughs> for now is what I'm saying. For now, well, yeah. For now. We're, we're, right now. We're there. We're here. We're everywhere. All around the world. Nine, nine, nine. Roy can't. Roy can't. Anyway, let's see you next time. Until then, I'm Perry. I'm Eric. And this is my bourbon podcast. See ya. Toodles.